You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 021. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Good morning. Good morning. We're already laughing. I love it. I know. It's awesome. We we were chatting about what we were going to share with you, and then, of course, we get giggly and giddy and so anyway here we are welcome 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 to the joy junkie show i never say that welcome to the joy junkie show yeah you don't? it's so funny it's funny because that's i say it in the beginning welcome to the joy junkie show oh yeah that's true i well i uh i really love jillian michaels podcast mm-hmm. and so i modeled a lot of the stuff for for our show off of that and right. that's one of the things that she never she always just like jumps right into stuff she never says like welcome to the show or anything like that you already did your intro yeah and and so it was funny it's not the tonight show i know like should i do a monologue yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but welcome everybody uh if you're new to the show we usually jump around between topics and we'll we're going to cover off some life or excuse me some love topics today we usually do two weeks on love or relationship related things and then two weeks on life related things but they really can apply to many different types of relationships not always just intimate partnerships but today it will be because we're going to be talking about sex and as you know we typically like to hang out and chat a little bit before we jump into contact we've got to warm up got to warm up the mics <laughs> hot mic here <laughs> yeah we got to warm it up but so one of the one of the big topics in the smith household lately has been halloween halloween we we uh usually prepare early yeah and I'm we're like, kind of like we're, stressing about it now we got a month i know but that's not much for how we do that's true so that's true. It, like if you can't tell like we don't fuck around okay <laughs> except for during shoot the shit <laughs> Right. <laughs> the shoot the shit segment, we definitely fuck around. But no, we like, if we're going to have an amazing marriage, we're going to have a fucking amazing marriage. If we're going to do having a vacation, we're going to go balls to the wall before we vacation. organize the closet, we're going to organize the closet. Yeah. Like, we yeah. don't, yeah. Like, if we're going to have an earthquake preparedness kit, it's going to be <laughs> out of control prepared. Dialed. <laughs> so, we have this habit of doing themed parties where we have over-the-top costumes and things like that which ironically we've never done a halloween party we've never done halloween yeah we really need to do a halloween and last Mm -hmm. year we cruised by we have a habit of doing this too post holiday whether it's christmas or halloween or whatever we raid the clearance so last year we, we raided the cvs clearance and we bought like i don't know like five costumes tons that were like we need to go down and go through those that's that's the best way to start figuring out what we're gonna do i think i want to be uh sexy thelma no (laughs) oh my gosh so you guys we were laughing about this i just got okay so right now my hair is red and kind of like a short bob uh it's like an a-line bob and i just got these new glasses that are 
like really nerdy. <laughs> you know, there, it's like the geek chic. It's um, hipster, right. hipster look, right? Yes. <laughs> so last night I was like, hey, I look like that nerd from Scooby Doo. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, Thelma. Thelma. And then we were talking about how on Halloween, everybody Thelma. wants to be sexy something. It's like sexy rainbow bright, sexy strawberry shortcake. And then Mr. Smith was like, why don't you be sexy Thelma? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's perfect. It's perfect. Oh, my God. And I'm like, no. Yes, I'm not going to be sexy Thelma. You totally should. With and like I'll be a, shaggy. Like a turtleneck and stuff. Yeah. I'll, I'll get some real big bell bottoms and a... Dirty T-shirt. Soinks. Um, no, no. <laughs> we'll try to make the chins into Scooby Doo, uh, and then one of them could be Scrappy Doo. That'd be funny. <laughs> Yanka could be Scrappy Doo. She would definitely be Scrappy Doo. Oh my god! All right, for those of you who don't know that, you're gonna have to fucking YouTube it. Oh, Scooby Doo. Oh, who doesn't know that? I, I'm just saying. Like I was talking to a little kid that didn't know who Michael Jackson was. Oh no. So. I'm sure there's people that don't know who Scooby-Doo is. Wow. Right? Getting old, eh? Well, it was funny. I was I was talking. <laughs> yes. Yes, we are. Because <laughs> I was talking to all of my little, you know, acting buddies. And we were talking about what cartoons we watched when we were growing up. And I was telling them, like, oh, you know, Smurfs. And, you know, remember Snorks? Did you guys have the Snorks? The Snorks. And- and He-Man and all this stuff. And then they started spouting off all this shit that I had no idea. It's all like Japanese anime these days. You yeah. know, it's not like Hanna-Barbera is gone. Aww. <laughs> Poor Hanna-Barbera. <laughs> so, yeah, I was I was like, wow, that really makes me feel old. And I tell them all the time, I never feel old until I'm around you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> They're supposed to make you feel young. You know, um, it's a dichotomy because I definitely feel, um, sometimes I feel regressive. Like I feel like I act immature around them or, or mm. I'll get a little sillier or, you know, younger, juvenile. But at the same time, I feel like, like just this cougary old <laughs> <laughs> Sexy Thelma. <laughs> Not like sexy Thelma. Oh my god. Okay, so let's talk about some shit that matters. Yeah, let's get into some stuff. How about that? Okay, so I wanted to talk about this topic because I think it's something that uh, we lack a little education in our culture about it. And so today's topic is: I'm not in the mood. Sexual drive versus sexual response. Interesting. Yeah, so uh, before we jump into all of this, though, I really need to say as a major disclaimer that I am not uh, a a medical professional. I'm not a doctor. You're not a sexpert. I'm not a sexpert. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. There are people that are sexperts. You learned an internet term and then you want to share? I just thought of it. You're cute. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, so um, obviously if there's if you've got a lot of sexual concerns and things feel like they're just not quite right, it's not going to get solved with a 30-minute podcast and also just know that none of this can substitute advice from a medical professional. All right. So, this is all my opinion uh which is pretty much what a fucking podcast is anyway. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> right? This is the doctor show. Then it's still an opinion. 
It, right. Yeah. Exactly. So anyway, in my work with um, individuals and couples, I see sexual issues come up over and over and over, right? And they really, sexual issues don't care about your race, your religion, your age, your experience. They just kind of show up and they can throw you for a loop and they can also really radically impact an otherwise healthy, healthy relationship, right? Like, so I see a lot of people who are really happy and then the only area that they're really arrested in is their sexual connection. So one of the most common things that I hear it is the complaint of I, there's not enough time, not enough time for sex or not enough desire. And it, and that will tend to lead to not enough desire to even work on the sexual dynamic of the relationship. So today I'm really going to focus kind of on the on the latter on uh, not enough desire. OK, so I really think there is a deeper issue at hand here. And I think many people experience a lower drive or a lower libido, and then they think that that must equal less frequent sexual activity, and it doesn't necessarily have to. So I'm going to explain to you exactly what I mean about that, all right? So we think like, okay, well, if I don't have a rip-roaring sex drive, then I must have less and less infrequent sex, right? Um, because don't we naturally just to have to have sex when we really, really want to? And so I'm going to kind of switch this up a little bit. So and kind of turn that kind of notion on its head a bit. So I really believe that there is a huge difference between your sexual drive and your sexual response. Okay, so I'm going to explain the difference. Sexual drive or your libido, your horniness, whatever. That references the frequency of your urge or your desire to have sex, okay? Basically, how fre- how frequently you're a horn dog, okay? Sexual response deals with your ability to become turned on or stimulated if there is effort put into place. So, for instance, for myself, I'm not, I don't have like this rip-roaring, crazy-ass sex drive where I need it every day or anything like that. I have a, a pretty natural urge about once or twice a week, right? Like that's when I feel a sense of like, I want to get it on. Right. Okay, that's my desire. Now, my response, however, is quite different. So, meaning, even if I'm not turned on, I'm not horny, I'm not interested in any given moment, I can get there if there's some sort of stimulation that ensues. You look at me. Well, I, I just <laughs> want to make... Well, because you're like my audience barometer. Right. So I want to just make sure that I'm being clear. Yeah, I know. I get it. You get it? I get it. I'm on, I'm on point here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just listening. I'm taking it all in. You're absorbing the content. So... All right, so what I mean now is if you and your partner put any number of methods in place to get turned on, uh, so some like porn or toys or oral or foreplay or anything like that that you put into place and you still lack a response, meaning nothing gets you really turned on, then there is a response issue and that typically needs to be something that's addressed medically. So, I mean, it can be, you know, Western, non-Western approaches, whatever. But if you are, if your partner or you, you know, is doing things to stimulate you and there's no response, 
then there's probably something deeper going on. I was reading an article about that, and uh, they were saying the number one uh, reason why people didn't have sexual response was stress. No, I would say it was not response. I would say it would be drive. Uh, no, they were saying response. They were oh, saying really? like not being able to respond when sex is, you know, like in their face or... How interesting. Well, yeah, I, def I definitely could see that. I just mean um, physiologically, if you are incapable of right. being turned on, right, period. Right. Yeah, that's a medical issue for sure. Yeah. Then, yeah. Got low T. A what? <laughs> low T. It's a new term. It's like a testosterone thing. <laughs> Haven't you seen those commercials? Don't talk down to me. <laughs> Have you seen those commercials for testosterone stuff? And they're like, uh, if you've got low T, it may not be your fault. Blah, 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 blah. You've never seen that? Wouldn't it be funny if they were like, and it's totally your fault. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you fucking step it up? Like, what if they totally just emasculated you <laughs> that's an snl sketch right there you fucking pussy why can't you get it up can you imagine oh my god mm, that would be funny. horrible all right so so yeah I, I definitely see what you're saying um because it, even like when you we talked about this when you injured your arm you know and i'd be like hey mr smith let's get into it and you'd be like oh just it affected you. Absolutely. You didn't feel as sexy. You didn't feel as like it affects your desire. And it sure. was difficult to to move around with it, you know, yeah, like to manipulate. And, right. That's okay. I'll back up into <laughs> manipulate. it. Manipulate. <laughs> I'll back up into it. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is gonna be a total TMI. You totally, <laughs> totally a TMI. Sorry, people. Did I tell you that Chris told me that? He told me TMI is my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> my my acting director told me that, yeah, I pretty much... Amy, TMI Smith. I give way too much information. Yeah, yeah. That's but I, true. It, it's, it's my profession. I know. I had to tell you to cut it cut it back a little bit on Facebook. Like, people don't need to know that, babe. I know, I know. I, I feel really like I've been a lot better, though. Oh, totally. Totally. Okay. I'm just an open right, book. Anyway. What can I say? Moving forward. All right. So I will say, though, that it seems like it's much more common that people suffer from a decreased sexual drive. Like drive, I feel like, gets a brunt. You know, because even if, even if, like, even when your arm was, was bummed out, right, we still, if we put in a good amount of effort to get in, into it and get stimulated and stuff, we still could, like, you still respond. Yeah, absolutely. It's not yeah. like you didn't respond right so i really think that our drive can be really impacted because there's times if i'm in the middle of a launch or I'm, I'm in the middle of a major work project i it sex doesn't even come on my radar you know whereas some people that's their outlet or you know that's how they unwind or decompress i actually think that's probably fairly uncommon compared to how many people actually turn off their sexual drive when they're stressed yeah absolutely at least that's what I would say is the commonality that I see quite a bit. So a lot of times life circumstance, work, kids, stress, etc. That shit will absolutely impact how horny you are. Um, but here is, here's the kind of the clincher and what I want to kind of share with you guys is if you know that if you just put a little effort into getting turned on, you may actually have a blast in the bedroom or wherever you happen to be, right? Stairs, whatever. So this is one of the things that I always say. If I only worked out when I felt like working out, <laughs> I would never work out. 
right? Right. I never really feel like working out. I just do it because it 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 I know that it is going to be something that I'm going to be happy about later or it influences my life in a positive way. So the same thing goes for sex and connecting with your partner. The you know, idea of not being affected by life and and stress and having this robust sex drive all the time and wanting to spontaneously throw your spouse against the wall. Like we love that thought, but unfortunately, it's not really common for a lot of us. So sometimes you have to put the effort in to getting turned on. So in the same regard, I don't think I've ever really heard anyone finish a workout and say, man, I really wish I hadn't had done that. True. Right? Like, wow, that was a fucking waste of time. I think the question that keeps popping up for me that I think the audience would want to know is what do you do when one person has a lot of drive and the other person doesn't? Yeah, yeah. That's a really great question. Um, that, or vice versa. That comes down to, uh, well, first of all, you can't do anything about it unless you talk about it. Unless you get really, really clear about it. Mm. Because if there's one person who's making a lot of sexual advances at the other, and then they're always getting brutally rebuffed. Right. Getting turned down. <laughs> then, yeah. And then that does a number. It's taken on. personal. Yeah. It's yeah. hard to, for that to not sting and hurt a little bit. And then on the opposite side, the other person might want to just be left the fuck alone. Like, get off me. Stop pawing all over me. <laughs> so... You need to figure out a way for you both to feel honored. Now, I do think that there's some instances where um, I think you really need to call a spade a spade if there's medical issues going on for either one of you. So, for instance, if there's um, if you feel like you seriously don't ever need you don't need sex, you don't care about it, you don't want it, that. I feel very strongly that everybody deserves to have a really fulfilling sex life. So I would highly encourage you to get to the root of it um, so that you can actually enjoy it. It's kind of an amazing gift that we have that it's fr- fucking free. I mean, for most of us, it's free. <laughs> I was going to say, there's a whole profession that would disagree with you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Maybe in the self-help community for pretty much. So, um, but I feel like... it. it who the hell would want to sign up for a, rela- a sexless relationship, right? So if you're in a situation where you'd never want it, you don't give a shit about it, I think you you owe it to yourself and to your relationship to get to the bottom of it and see if there's something that you could rectify. Um, adversely, I think that if you have an overactive sex drive compared to that of your partner, I think you could have that looked at too. You know, I don't think that it's naturally what, you know, one person needs to meet the other. I think you might need to have a meeting in the middle, some some sort of uh, agreement about right. what works for the two of you. And just like there's a, probably an underlying issue if your drive isn't, you know, where you want it to be mm-hmm. versus too much drive. There's right. probably some issues going on there, too. Right. You know, as far as get, getting your head right. Yeah. Where your outlet is and, right, you know. And I don't think it's definitely not for me to say what <sighs> is overactive or what is underactive. You know, I, I just kind of go with what feels right for me. Um, but here's what I really want to be clear with people about is just because you don't walk around like dying to get it on all the time, that doesn't mean that you have to have 
no sex. You know, because people think in order for us to have sex and connect, then it must be organic. I have to naturally be wanting it. And we think that if we have to fabricate that in any way, like take the time to actually watch porn or get turned on or use toys or light candles or be romantic, if I have to put effort in, then I must be losing somehow. I must be, you know, there must be something wrong with us. I don't want to have to do that. I don't want to have to schedule it. And then the, my question is always, then what's the fucking alternative? Wait for it to organically happen naturally after a fucking month? Right. Two months? Okay, knock yourself off with your pride. Then your connection gets less and less too, so... It's true. You start going further and further without um, feeling that connection with your partner. Right, you condition a new way of being. Right. And that's one of the things that... um, You know, I always say, like, when we have date night, we make a concerted effort to connect sexually. Yeah. Um, Even if it's not, like, oh, my gosh, I want to throw you against the wall. We take the time. We make it important the same way I make my fitness important. So that's one of the reasons why I parallel that all the time is I don't feel like working out. I'm always grateful that I did. I always am rewarded and fulfilled. Same thing, like, you and I have said, oh, my God, I'm so glad you talked me into that. Or thank you so much for waking me up. Um, because we don't ever finish and go, damn, that was such a waste of time. Yeah, or right. I wish I would have actually just slept. <laughs> I'm so glad you don't say that. Yeah, I'm glad too. <laughs> I'm glad too. But um, so it's, it's an ego thing. It's like let go of what you think your sex life should look like. Like it should be he walks in the door and I just want to throw him on the couch. Really? Like... It just doesn't happen that often. You know yeah. what I mean? Like sometimes if, if it does for you, great. Awesome. I'm so excited for you. But I, I would say a majority of the population, it doesn't. Right. So some of the ways that we we kind of get around this a little bit is, um, you know, like I said, I'm not always like instant, you know, and some people are. Some people are totally instant. Like you suggest it and they're like, boom, burning, ready to go. And so something that that you and I have agreed on is if one person is really wanting it, the other person will kind of make the effort to get turned on. Like we entertain the thought and, you know, we will offer, like, let's say you, you're over it, you're really tired, you're stressed out, whatever. And I'm like, hey, do you want to get into it? You will say, you know, I'm not really into it right now, but but maybe you could get me there. Maybe you could, you know, and so then I make the con- the concerted effort to get you turned on and, you know, and then the, our understanding is if the other person, you know, like if you were like, I really just, I cannot see it happening, then I have the freedom to go, you know, handle it myself. Take care of yourself, yeah. Take care of myself. And that's that's the understanding that we have together. That's you and I. Everybody's going to be different, but yeah. Everybody's going to be different, but the point is, is we have conversed about it enough to create a system where we both feel respected. Right. And then something else that we do that works really well for us is um, if, let's say, you know, because not always, did like if one person really wants it, like, let's say you really want it and I'm not really in the mood. 
and I know that it's going to take me a little bit of time. You don't all, you know, sometimes you want a quickie. You don't necessarily want to spend all this time yeah. getting each other. Candles and music and all, everything involved. Right. Which is great. But it doesn't have to be every time. But it's not always what you want. And so, again, why you have to talk about it and develop a system for yourself. So what I'll do is I'll tell him, why don't you give me a couple of minutes? I'll get out vibrators or whatever, and I'll get myself to the point where I'm into it. And then I'll yell for him and be like, hey, I'm ready for you. <laughs> you know, and then that way he can have a quickie, but I don't have to like pretend I'm turned on if I'm not. And right, so you find a system that works for you, and then it works for us. Right. So the point is, is breaking past what you think it should look like, and de- and actually getting creative, and creating something that works well for you. Let go of your ego, let go of being butthurt, and and look at what the two of you can do to honor each other, so that you both feel respected. Another thing like that it. that that we have an, as an agreement is that we won't take one for the team. We don't ever have sex unless we both want to. Right. We're both into it. And So there's a fine line there because you just said, you know, uh, we can try to get the other person involved versus neither of us being interested or uh, one being like completely uninterested. Right. But getting you turned on right. is different. That, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, we'll make the effort. Like, okay, I, I'd be willing to respond. Right. I'd be willing to get to get there. So, yes, get me there. But never are we, like, where we disregard what the other person needs to get there. Right. Or... Right, right. I see what you're saying. Oh, you don't want it. I don't care. Let's just do it. Or I just... You know? Like, we always make sure that we each get to the point where we're enjoying it. Right. And what that does is makes both of us feel totally honored but it also allows for only good sex right where we're not just well he really wanted it so whatever she really wanted it so i just made it happen or you know um that's a good point and and so i would encourage you to look at what are the issues that the two of you have as far as sexual drive and sexual response how can you let go of what you think it should look like or how you should be or should respond or what the other person should do let go of all that ego and actually talk about it have a conversation about it and i would suggest doing that when you're not in the heat of the moment, like, oh, a little to the left, a little to, oh, you always do this. I wish you were, you know, I would suggest not doing that. Have it when you can. Well, micromanaged. Yeah, when you can converse nicely about it. And then get creative. Get creative. You don't break free a little bit, you know. Yeah. Sometimes what we'll do um, is we'll say, you know, like the, we've had this uh, happen a couple of times where we we just were both not into it on a date night. And so we'll be like, OK, maybe tomorrow, maybe tomorrow we will. And then we'll spend the whole day dirty texting each other so that Getting we each other. get all va- ramped up. Yeah. You know, so we have we have systems and things that we do because the alternative of letting it happen organically doesn't work for me waiting a month two months for it to be slam up against the wall or whatever and just electric is not i'm not up for that i need consistency and and i want it to be good so sometimes you have to create it well a healthy sex life really is determinant in a lot of how relationships go it's true you know yeah absolutely 
So I hope I gave you a couple of things to think about. And if you do have a response issue, um, that can be tons of different things. Uh, oftentimes it's psychosomatic where there's something going on, um, you know, not to be Freudian or, you know, a therapist or anything, but most likely there's stuff from childhood that you could, could handle. And again, that's not my place to decipher, but if you feel as though you never respond sexually, even to your own touch or things like that, then there's probably there's probably something to dig deeper in. Um, and then as far as desire, like however it naturally happens is just fine. And then know that you can tweak that and play with it and fabricate it if you want and turn yourself on and, and put a little effort into it. So that's what I always say to people is a lot of times it's just about the effort. Absolutely. Just don't be a fucking lazy ass. That's right. Because that's what happens a lot of times. Like, oh, I'm just tired. Yep. And you really do have the energy. Right. To get involved. You just, it's easier. It's easier. Right. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes you don't. And sometimes you just, and that's fine too. Yeah. But I'm just saying, if you got to pick one. If you're saying, I really want a, a stronger connection sexually, then you got to do fucking do something about it. Right. It's like being like, oh, I just really want to be fit and toned, but oh, I'm too tired to work out. Well, you need to fucking pick one. <laughs> That's true. Good so point. so decide. Like you either want to be more lazy and hang out and do that, or you want to take care of your sex life and actually put some fucking effort into it. So, you know, that that's your choice. Um, oh, and before I forget... I want to let everybody know that uh, Badass Bootcamp is still available for you to sign up for. Please go check it out, thejoyjunkie.com slash bootcamp. And you can get an entire three-week coaching program with me for less than 50 bucks. It's really a total steal, but it's only going to be good for that $50 off because it's normally $97. You, you can still get $50 off plus three free gifts from me, but you have to register by the 28th to get that. So you need to hustle. A little less than a week. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So head on over there and check it out. And as always, we would love to hear from you. If you want to swing by the podcast page while you're there, you can also submit uh, topics and suggestions for us for the show. We would always love to hear from you. And I think that that's just about it. Yeah. So this podcast goes out on the 25th. So they have three days. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Way to wrap it back up. <laughs> All right, guys, so have an amazing week, and here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out. Bye.